Gentlemen, you realize what we've found. Who knows what waits for us in nature's no man's land? Those hands and those eyes! You've got to do something about it! You've got Baffling questions, astounding questions. Earthly or unearthly? Is it human or inhuman? Have you assembled my army? Yes, King. 300 of Sparta's best warriors. Spartans! I wanted 300. This seems like less. Move out! Are no match for the year's biggest movies. You'll pay for this, Belboa. See what you got. Ew. This is Sparta! What the hell was that? That is how men of Sparta greet one another. That's okay. I take big black dudes. <laughs> the bigger the hit. You're never gonna be a Spartan. Take this, Granny! The harder they fall. Now we match. Go, 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 go. Great God King Xerxes. Ooh. Ow, ow, ow. It always happens. Ow. Uh, I'm assembling an army of 300 to go to war with Persia. I'm going to take them in the rear. <laughs> Reach around. I take them again from the front. <laughs> the Oracle said that our painted on abs look fake. What? <laughs> from the guys who saw 300. Comes the next big epic comedy. That's horror! <laughs> Remember this day, boys! For today is the day you die! What? what? I mean, they die. Today's the day they die. That's what I meant to say. Meet the Spartans. What's that? The combination to my chastity belt. Yes! Hello, welcome to another episode of It Came From The Bottom. Once again, I am Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. Guys, it's been a while. We are coming back to you with uh, quite a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 guys. <laughs> how, is, uh, how is Meet The Spartans? Fuck you. Oh, oh, gee. I yeah. don't know if I could just sum it up in one or two words. I just did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> so for, <Every> night. <laughs> for those of you who don't know out there, this is another uh, of the mid-2000s spoof movies brought to you by Seltzer and Freeberg, the apocalypse of comedy. And, uh, you know, from the people who made Date Movie. So, Adina, I knew that you were looking forward to this one early on. So I guess to <laughs> <laughs> here. Here's my thing. The more I think about this movie, the angrier I get. But I'm, I'm, I'm angrier in general for humanity regarding this film, as opposed to being angry at particular actors. That's deep. Right. Mm. <laughs> right. Wow. Yeah, because I was pissed off at Allison Hannigan, and I'm still angry. Sure. Mm. I'm still angry. Sure. I have not forgiven her yet. 
However, this movie is what's wrong with America. It's yeah. Just, yes. Yes. Movies like this. Because I wonder to whom are they marketed, right? Oh, I know exactly to who they're marketed. Who are they marketed to? Oh, 12-year-olds. Okay. 12-year-old. Yes. Uh, 12-year-old boys. Boys. Yeah. Okay. So, so in, in summation, okay, <laughs> this movie basically says to teenage boys that women are only good for boobs and sex and working at Hooters, that oh all yeah. people of color and foreigners are bad, and homosexuality is bad as well. And there was nothing funny in this movie, except the end, <laughs> for like three seconds. Oh, no, no, I, I will. Uh, Your Honor, I object. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would also say that uh, it, it's not saying homosexuality is bad, that it's only good to laugh at. Oh, right, right. And, and then you can also that, laugh at that fat people. That it is itself a joke. Exactly. But only right. if it's guys. Right, because, because, because if lesbians, yeah. if, if two women are kissing, then it's, then okay. it's hot. Right. Yeah. And it's okay to laugh at fat people. Yeah. That's what this movie says. It's like lowest common denominator, but yet... There's another level under that. Right. That's and there weren't really is. any fart jokes. No, there weren't. I mean, there's plenty of scat- scatological jokes in the in the movie, but the the thing is, is just that, I mean, the basic formula for all these movies is let's just take every single thing that's come out relatively within the, the past couple of years, regardless of context, and just throw it in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just have to look at, you know, I mean, hell, mm-hmm. if they made them now, just pick the last six memes to have come out in the past couple of months and then make a movie about it. And then, you know have them loosely strung together. It's a bullshit formula right. that didn't fly then and no. definitely doesn't fly now. No. Well, and, and that's what brings me back to this discussion. And I know we had this during Date Movie. Yes. Um, that's been a while, and we are weathered further from right, other movies. Exactly. But it's, the, it's that the, the same discussion about what is parody. Right, because that's what this movie is supposed to be. It's it's modeled after the you know the 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 parody movies. It's like taking an existing thing and then using that as a basis to make jokes. Yes, or uh, whether making fun of the thing you are parodying or whatever else. But they yes. are doing it wrong. But they're doing it completely wrong because and 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 this uh, just because I watched it recently. Uh, again, uh, high anxiety, which oh. is a Mel Brooks oh. film. Yeah. Which, which every time I see it, the more I like it. Like the first time I saw it, I didn't think it was one of his better movies. Now I think it's one of his best movies mm. because it's a parody in the fact that it is making fun of the mystery genre, specifically yes. Alfred Hitchcock. And it takes several of the moments from Hitchcock films, well-known moments from Hitchcock films, and strings them together, but at the same time, it is its own film. It's telling its own story. Right. Yep. And using these well-known moments, like, oh, remember that part with the birds? Remember that part with, you know, uh, from uh, uh, Vertigo, which, high anxiety, it, there you go. It's the same thing. Right. Um, all of these famous moments and using them as gags while at the same time being a perfect example of that genre that you know i, I said it last time there's another one 
the lost skeleton of Cadaver, right. yes. which is the it, it's making fun of all of those cheesy sci-fi movies from the 50s, while at the same time being the perfect example of a cheesy sci-fi movie. Right. Now, in this case, we're using the movie 300 as our basis for parody. But they're not making fun of 300. No. no. They're not making fun of the comic book genre, because 300 is a, a comic book movie, technically. Yes. It was based on a graphic novel. It's not making fun of those kinds of movies. Even it's, the direct scenes from 300 they uh, that they make reference to, they only use them as a platform for another out-of-context joke. Exactly. A completely out-of-context. Which, you know, it's it's frustrating, because like a, sort of a sidebar to what you were saying, mm-hmm. these guys originally came from the writing team of the original Scary Movies, right. which, I mean, the first two at least, they still, I mean, while they weren't qu- as good as you know the Mel Brooks parodies, of course, right. they still made an effort to keep themselves within the horror genre. I mean, they had a couple out-of-context stuff in there, because, you know, again, they had an audience that was different than that. Sure. But because they... It, because, you know, in the, in the parody genre which is a genre on its own it's okay to make jokes like to to more modern references or pop culture references i get that it's okay to make a couple yeah but you can't base the entirety of your jokes quote unquote i am air quoting so heavy right now (laughs) that um that's that's your whole movie Especially you know. when, when I mean, we'll get into this later, but I mean, just with how dated some of these are, especially oh, now. Oh my God, yeah. And, um, well, <laughs> let's, uh, b- before we get too in depth with the movie, I want to do a, like a little bit of a change this time. Uh, Adina, because <laughs> you liked uh, date movies so much, I thought uh, I might ask you instead of Zip this time to give us the IMDb uh, description. Can you just, just, just for fun, can you read it with as like as much like enthusiasm as you can possibly muster? <laughs> God damn it, Jack! <laughs> this is why you ask me. God, I hate you. Okay. What do you mean? I don't hate you. <laughs> hmm. The heroic Spartan king Leonidas, armed with nothing but leather underwear and a cape, leads a ragtag bunch of 13 Spartan misfit warriors to defend their homeland against thousands of invading Persians, whom include the Ghost Rider, Rocky Balboa, the Autobots, and an ugly hunchback Paris Hilton and a shaved head Britney Spears. How was that? Good job. (laughs) (laughs) You made it all the way through. Excellent job. (laughs) Thank you. Even though that description is not even accurate itself. No, no, no it's not. No. So and I don't even know what's in the second description on IMDb, but that's way too long to read. Oh, it's, <sighs> yeah, it's three pages long. Well, okay, so. Uh, I feel uh, dirty. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I take it you guys have both seen 300. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's just, that's something that kind of was that movie that everyone just happened to see. 300 was great. Yeah. Plus, I like that whole look of things, like Sin, like Sin City. That's one of my favorite movies ever. Hmm. That whole look of something, plus, as a woman, those bodies, I'll take them. But it had it had heart. It had passion. It was beautiful, and. I really enjoyed it quite a lot. Yeah, I mean, the stylized violence was, it, it definitely changed things as far as, you know, changed, paved the way for a lot of action movies to follow it. I mean, a ton right. of people stole those influences. Oh, yeah. And I'm not the biggest Zack Snyder fan, especially as of late, but that's another discussion. No uh, but but it, this is definitely one of his stronger movies that he put together. And oh, yeah, yes. absolutely. So it, it definitely makes sense for them to have taken this genre and made a parody out of it. Why they didn't focus more on the gladiatorial 
epic war sort of battle, you know, like Troy came out shortly after this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Like why they couldn't have kind of merged those two genres a little bit and taken more inspiration from that, I don't know. But then again, there's a lot of questions you could ask about this movie. Well, and right. also it says meet the Spartans, which makes you think of meet the Fockers right. or meet the parents. And there's right. nothing no. of that. In this, I was wondering about that. Like, what uh, is that? Well, because, I mean, because they already did that in, in date, date movie. movie. I get it, but then why call it Meet the Spartans? So could they call? They could have called it Thirteen yeah. because yeah. there were only thirteen Spartan warriors, misfit exactly. warriors. They probably thought it wasn't a stupid enough sounding title because Thirteen could be like anything. But I mean, I'm, 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 I mean, it makes more sense to Meet the Spartans, definitely, though. Yeah. Well, I guess <sighs> we got to talk about this one. Oh God! So yeah. the plot. I mean, it's it's three hundred. I mean, it's it's the Battle of Thermopylae, uh, as told by Zack Snyder, parodied. I mean, that's that's right. really the whole gist. So, if, you, if you've seen three hundred, you know the general plot. But you know, we open on, you know, the idea of how Spartans are born as babies and how you know how they're cast away. And of course, we get our first fucking reference to what was it, Shrek? Shrek. Right? Uh, yes. It was ridiculous. It was so it was stupid. S- it was. It was just dumb. It was like Napoleon Dynamite showing up in date movie, the very first gag joke. It's just a reference to a movie that's completely out of the genre, and it, again, exemplifies the exact tangent we just got on about mm-hmm. that. And then it does like a, a Brangelina joke after that because the baby's Vietnamese. Brad and this Mandalina is our... going to show up to adopt it. Yeah. Well, right. And this, Topical. So mm-hmm. With Shrek and this Vietnamese baby, here we are starting with anything foreign is no good. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Right. Because then they kick them. That's right. Yeah. So they dump them in the pile of bones. That's there right. So welcome to meet the Spartans. There's a lot of child cruelty in this movie. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that, but. Oh yeah. Uh, and then again, again, I mean, there's no real flow to the movie. There's no good pacing. So no, no, so much so that I would argue that if you had not seen 300 prior to this movie. You wouldn't understand what was happening. Not at right. all. I agree. Not at all. Because they're so focused on linking this joke to this joke to this joke that they forgot there's supposed to be an actual narrative that takes you through right. the movie. And it's not there. Exactly. They, there are wild jumps in the story because of maybe something, a joke that got cut or yes. something like that. If you hadn't seen 300, this movie is just going to go right over your head. Uh, even with the out-of-context jokes. Exactly. And we cut to the beast hunting scene. Again, I hope everyone out there has seen 300, because if you haven't, you know, again, like the audience of this mo- of this movie, you're, it's just going to go right over your head. Mm-hmm. The beast hunting scene from 300, except instead of a wolf, it's a fucking penguin. <sighs> and can I, can I just say, early on, I thought that the lead for a second was Dominic West. <laughs> And I was so pissed until I realized that it wasn't because then I would have been as angry about this movie as date movie. Right. Because I love Dominic West, but mm-hmm. it's not. It's some guy named Sean McGuire mm-hmm. and Dominic West, I love you. Who uh, the character is supposed to be in his teenage years at this point. Oh, my God. And he's supposed to be proving himself as to become a man. They have him in braces. Yeah. And he eerily looked like um, 
the uh, when from uh, there's something about Mary oh, Ben Stiller right. during his teenage years yeah. with the braces. Yes, he did. If you think about it, that facial, the, like the facial expressions he had, yes. yeah, it, that's exactly what that section reminded me yep. of. Mm. Was like You're Ben Stiller's right. character during his awkward teenage years, right? And I don't know if that was intentional because then that would be yet another meet the parents kind of reference thing. I hope not. I've had enough of those. Ugh. But like the whole fight he has with the dog in there's something about Mary. Mm-hmm. Right. Was very eerily reminiscent oh, with no. this fight. I, with I the will penguin. take the dog fight over this. Oh no, anytime. no, I, absolutely. But I'm just saying, like, if that's sort of what I was getting from it, I don't know if that was the intention. And let's point out that the penguin was an African American. Yeah. Yes, that's very noticeable. Like, um, ah! was was speaking. Yes. It was an uh, it was an African American male voice speaking in today's vernacular. Yes. Yes. Which I mean, that's who teabags and then who teabags and, and then, then shit. Oh no 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 no! no yeah. First it face. dances and then because the writers apparently thought we wouldn't connect the joke because a movie like that didn't come out around that time. The Leonidas character yes. directly says, "You've got happy feet." Gee, thank you for directly identifying right. the joke. Doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of it? And then the penguin begins speaking. Yeah, and, and then, then it fights like, him, and then what? Yeah. And, and then, then you, they get into a fight. You actually see penguin balls in his mouth. Snowballs. Yeah, uh, That's what they're called. Mm. And then it shits in his mouth. Yep. Yeah. This movie is the best movie of all time. I, I like. I just that was the that Four. was maybe <laughs> this <laughs> is maybe just like the penguin. Yeah, can we get triumph in here? It's oh maybe God. four minutes into the movie, and I'm sitting there. I just had to pause the movie, oh, yeah. sit back, and just say, "I'm watching. I am 27 years old, and I am watching." <laughs> A movie in which a man is forced to lick a penguin's exposed balls, yeah, and then eat its shit. Yep, he slays the penguin. It's really fucking stupid. He comes back. I'm already tired. Uh, <laughs> he comes back triumphant with the penguin hat on, and then we and we meet Carmen Electra. Which I wrote. I wrote. Have fun. Jesus Christ, Carmen. But here's the thing. Here's the thing with Carmen Electra. She owns what she does. I'm not saying I condone it, okay? But we know when we see Carmen Electra, what she's about, why she's here, okay? So I do not have the same respect for her that I do for, say, Alison Hannigan or most other actresses. Yeah. So I, I don't like it, but I know why she's there, and so does she. But... All, but th- it's just. But th- that doesn't make it okay. No, it's well, not. Especially okay. later on, well, which we'll get to. Exactly. Because so the running joke of it is is just that she's hot, and, she, and the movie. I mean, the movie treats hey like guys, a piece of meat. Remember Carmen Electra? Remember how hot she is? Right. Yeah. Well, here she is. Here she is. And look, there's some side boob. There's some more side boob. Like I'm not saying that here's th- some boobs with tomatoes on them. <laughs> you don't have to be a well-written character, like in a deep character at all, but. The movie only goes out of its way to make her this vapid mm-hmm. woman who just the only thing that she does in the movie is just you know expose herself, right? And which again, try to have sex, wh- and which is the complete opposite of the character from Three Hundred. Right, that's exactly right. Because the, the women were complete strong. Complete opposite. Yeah. So, but the, that's the thing. When you see Carmen Electra in a movie, you know where you're at. Yeah. yeah. But but th- at the same time, you can still write a character like that who can be like the sexy type and still actually make it a character. But like, she's a f- prop of the movie. That she's not, uh, it's oh, not absolutely. an actual character. That was absolutely. my issue with it. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and she continues to be yeah. throughout the entire film, along with many of the other women in this movie. I mean, I guess we should give an example. Like when it, when she first enters the scene, it's it starts playing like hip hop music, and she starts like slow dancing to it, like you know, sticking her ass out. Yep. Everything. She walks up to Leonidas, and like he proposes to her, and then she writes down the digits to her chastity belt. She pulls up her skirt and. She has like a she like knocks on the chastity belt and it makes a honking sound for some reason which I didn't get. <laughs> That's yeah. the level of humor that this character delivers throughout the entirety of the movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yep. where I was like, fuck. Yep. The, and we cut again. We cut ahead to you know. Which, the, speaking of which, can I point out that that bit was pulled directly from another parody? Which one? Robin Hood Men in Time. Oh yes, yeah. Oh That's my correct. god. Yep. The chastity belt. Yeah, chastity belt. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And they did it better. Yeah, it didn't oh, honk. so much better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't honk. So, child abuse scene. Because oh. it cuts again to like when he has a son and he's training him, and it's about a good three minutes of him just beating the shit out of this kid. Which, at first, it was kind of like it, it, it was pushing the funny, but it just kept driving, getting driven further and further into the ground where you're just getting uncomfortable. Like, yeah. they, they're shooting him with paintballs. Literally balls. driven into yeah. the ground. Re- yes. Pile driver. Pile driver. Yeah. Like yeah. He's, Not funny. He's hitting him with golf balls. He's like... A chair. A chair, a glass mm-hmm. vase, paintballs. And it's like, at some point, you're just like, okay. It's and just Carmen Electra shows up and encourages this. Yeah. Yeah. Joins in. Yep. Along with Kevin Sorbo. Yeah. yeah and they all three start shooting paintballs at the kid. Kevin Sorbo is like Leonidas' bestie. Yeah, ridiculous. Jesus. All right. Uh, Speaking of long, drawn-out scenes, the pit scene. Oh, God. Because they're greeted by... Because, I mean, again, you've seen 300. They had to parody this. They were going to because so many other people have parodied this. The the infamous the, well the famous pit scene from three hundred where the emissary shows up and he threatens them you know saying Xerxes of Persia Persia is going to be taking over uh, Sparta and you know Leonidas retaliates by saying this is Sparta before yeah. kicking him into the pit except everyone gets kicked into the pit but before we continue I want to point out that the messenger from Xerxes who gets thrown into the pit is an African-American. Okay? So, again, black people, not okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's what this movie is telling you. Yeah, yeah. All the, uh, I all, mean the, it, all the teenage boys in America. Every villain is a minority in this movie. Every villain. Every enemy. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Of course, that that's also the first reference to um, how... Uh, gay all of the men yep. in Sparta yes, are. Yes, it is, because the women, you high-five yeah, them. Yes, when you when you greet people in Sparta, yep. you high-five the women, and, and long open-mouth kisses between the men. Right. And, yep. the, the, and the messenger is like... And they um, skip when they, when okay. they march. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, yep. it's... They skip when they march. They hold hands. Because get it? He holds hands with the messenger as they go for a walk. They're brawny, muscular men, and they skip, and they're, you know, feminine, because mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> Which it's Because, not. look, those guys are gay. Isn't right. that funny? Isn't that funny? So... The the pit scene. Fuck so this movie. so after he does the this is Sparta bullshit, he starts kicking everybody into the pit. And when I say everybody, I mean everybody. Everybody. 
because he and I, and I timed this scene out. This whole joke, this whole running joke, is four minutes total. Oh my god, it felt and, so and, much. And that than doesn't that. even include the scenes that come later during the credits. No, oh. right. Uh, we'll talk about that. Oh yeah. Uh, it's it's four minutes, and every uh, they kick a total of ten people into the pit. Including everyone related to pop culture right now. That includes Britney Spears well, shaving her head. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Britney Spears shaving her head with a baby in her arms. Uh, Sanjay from American Idol from that ye- from the season that year. Uh, the American Idol uh, judges. All the judges. Ryan Seacrest. And this is where we get Adina's hobo in a barn. I know exactly. Who, yeah, yeah. So, and this, there's two parts to this. Mm-hmm. So the American Idol judges appear. We got Randy, we got Paula, we got Simon. Well, when they panned to Paula, at first, I thought they were making fun of Mary Murphy from So You Think You Can Dance. And I mm. was in that comes love later. with it. I was in <laughs> love with it. I was in love with her. Oh, my God. I thought she was great. Mm. And then I realized, oh, no, wait. She's parroting Paula Abdul. Yes. So when I thought that she was parroting Mary Murphy, I was like, "Woo!" And then, because later, what happens? Here we are with minorities again. This same actor who does Paula Abdul also plays America Ferrera. Paula Abdul and America Ferrera Mm-mm. are not white. No, it's not the same. It's not the same. No, it's not the same. Actor. Regardless. Yeah. Regardless. Paula Abdul and America Ferreira are not white. And they are played by white women. Correct. Yeah. That is correct, movie. yes. Yeah. yeah. So, sorry about that. That's all right. So, but my hobo in a barn goes to the woman playing Paula Abdul, who I thought was Mary Murphy, because I thought she was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only time, well, there was one other time in the end credits where I got excited about this movie for mm-hmm. a very, very short time. But that she's my hobo in a barn. So there right you go. She, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. She was she was my hero because yeah. <laughs> what she she plays three four four. She plays four different characters. That's right. In this. She, she did Paula Abdul. She did Britney Spears. That's yeah. right. Yes. She does the one during the credits. Yes. Which we'll talk about, yes. and then she also plays the Hunchback. Yep. Right. <laughs> so she played four different, four different characters people. in this movie, and she nailed all, all of them. four of them. Yeah, yeah. I liked yeah. her a lot. So she's and I think that's mainly just because the director said we're you're going to do this character, and then just let her do whatever she was going to do. Yes. Yeah. And I enjoyed that. Yeah. So long drawn out pit scene. Um, I the only thing I have written down other than that was that Kevin Sorbo's abs looked weird. <laughs> so they're preparing to depart, and this is just a really stupid technical joke that was just really okay so they're preparing to depart and it does like a wide shot showing uh queen margot uh, which was carmen electra's character mm-hmm. staying next to a small uh what appears to be a small child right it's a wide shot of showing those just those two leonidas turns to them to say goodbye kneels down says farewells to his son and it turns out it's a little person yeah. who storms off angrily because he was treated like a child. And then it cuts to him showing, leaning over to a ch- an actual child next to her. Why even show such a wide shot if you're, I mean, if you didn't, I mean, again, there's just so much unnecessary yeah. shots to this movie. I don't know why they were even pieced together in the first place, other than possibly padding out the runtime, which was very short. It's, Thank God. Yes. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Didn't it feel like it. So long. It, 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 <laughs> it seriously so did. Long. Uh. Uh. So they skip away to towards Thermopylae, sing "I Will Survive," because because funny. It's a gay anthem, and it's funny to laugh at gays. Yeah. As they skip their way merrily down to the path. Yeah. We cut to the hunchback, mm-hmm. who turns out to be Paris Hilton, yes, because she was relevant back in two thousand and eight. And they're like, and "How did you get the hump, Paris? Hunchback, get it?" I don't think that they put that much thought into that joke, Zip. <laughs> you really think so? Yeah, because that's the only reason I can think of why it would be Paris Hilton. It was Paris Hilton because she was on TV at the time. That's the only reason. And let's Still make Paris not Hilton that big of a cultural icon. You really think they were trying to make that connection with it? Yes, uh, I do. All right. I mean, I'll give it to him. Yeah, give him the credit, I guess. I don't know. But regardless, I don't think it's that far of a stretch, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't. It, it, but <sighs> it, that, that takes some thought. So yeah. It's kind of literary. <laughs> exactly. I'm just exactly. That, that would require <laughs> the audience, the intended audience, to have read a book. Right. We're seeing a Disney movie, but still. Um, yeah. yeah, it's Paris Hilton who has a hump, and we never actually get a legitimate explanation as to why she has a hump. She just says because she was in prison and got stressed out or some bullshit joke. Eh. Um, we're greeted by the first wave of the Persian army, uh, led by Method Man, and. Oh my God. It's a. Uh, it's a dance-off scene. That's it's, it's stomp the yard, and you've been served, and but it, again, to which they actually say, right? They actually say we're gonna stomp the yard, yep. and afterwards you got served. Yeah, that like, was really that was ridiculous. And again, all the Persians are people of color. We're masked, but yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and this whole dance, it's not even a joke. It's just a four-minute, again, I timed it out, four minutes of just them breakdancing, which... And not very well. No. No. Right. It doesn't land, and it has n- it serves no purpose right. in the story other than, oh, we're going to make fun of these dance movies that are popular. Right. Yes. That's right. And they win the dance-off. That's dance not off. how you make fun of dance movies. Right. And then they, guess I guess, beat them, and so that means that they've survived the first battle we get a real men of genius joke because oh that's topical. Oh, that was dated even then. Oh, seriously, I mean, this was. movie came out in two thousand eight. I remember those commercials. I loved those commercials. I mean, that goes back to like the late nineties, doesn't it? That was like something I only heard on the radio at that ago. point. At those that were point, great. Yeah, yeah. It was the lead singer of Survivor. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were the best. Yeah. Until this movie happens. Oh so God. the Terrible. yeah, so these guys are standing there drinking beers out of bottles because, you know. And uh yeah, and th- like they are intentionally acting like they are listening to the voiceover. And the beer was which is the real men of genius. But wiser. Of course it was. Okay. Was it really? It was ah. but I didn't, I didn't see that, that shit. I, I was clipping my toenails at this <laughs> point. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Welcome to this movie, folks. Well, we cut back to Queen Margot, and she has to get. She wants to get more Spartans going to the 
battle to join her husband. And so she learns that she has to talk a guy in, named Traitoros. Guess what he serves in the movie? To he has to get her, she has to get him on her side to convince them to do it for some reason. And she's a terrible person. Because the entire time she's not like she's just resigned to the fact that her husband's gonna die, and she's like, "Eh, it's all gonna be good. I'm just gonna remarry like the gardener or something like that." Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Oh wait, no, you need to send more Spartans, otherwise, you know, you'll lose your crown, and you're not gonna have your gardener anymore, and you know, you won't be rich anymore." And then that's when she gets upset. Yeah, and that's my that's my point. Like, yep, yeah. I mean, there's no likability to this character, and it just drove because me because the movie doesn't like women, Jack. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, wow. it only likes white men. God. And it only likes who women. Who like each other. It yes. only likes women who have big boobs and are carrying beers. Apparently. That's it. Or chicken wings, let's be fair. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Not sorry. Not uh, sorry. So we meet our villain, Xerxes, who is introduced as the fat guy from Borat because he's played by the fact the, of, uh, by the, the fat guy. The guy who was the fat guy in Borat. Yeah. yeah. And we get a deal or no deal reference because that show was apparently on in the two thousands. Yay! We get yo mama jokes. Uh, we have like a, a mama joke off uh, yeah. for the next battle. Uh, yeah, and and again, the by white another people, group of people. Yes, of, the white people beat yeah. the people of color in a rap off. Yeah. Yeah, with and none of the jokes are actually any good. Like no, they're not. everyone's they're not jokes are. F- and we want let's let's go back. We watched the unrated version of this movie, so we got more than we should have. Uh, and even then, you think they could take advantage of some of that stuff, and they do with the unrated cut. They have some more stuff. They have some non PG thirteen stuff in the movie, but none of that content was, you know, like oh your mom is so hairy. People thought she was a Wookie. <laughs> You and know. that's the one that won. Yeah, that's the that was the mic drop moment. Okay. So we go to Xerxes Palace. And this scene bothered me because again, it just insults the idea of the right it insults the writing of the movie itself. Because let's be honest, three hundred it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stupid shit that happened in it. Yes. Including sure. that scene from the movie. Like I remember the laughing my ass off in theaters at 300 because it opens with a goat playing sitar. I'm <laughs> like, what is this shit? And you think they take advantage of some of that. with Because right. there's some obvious yeah. joke set up in that. But no, it's just men and women making out with each other. And then women making out with each other. And yes. then Paris Hilton, the hunchback who's walking through, is like, ah, that's hot. It's hot. That's hot. It's hot. And she makes a deal because that's what the hunchback does in the movie. And he stabs her hump because she wants it gone and it pops like a zit yeah hardy har har back to the spartans uh there's a there's a a chubby guy on a spartan that's the joke with him yeah he's the one guy who's not in shape and so they make a constant joke of that he got his eyes punched out somehow and we're this is revealed to us by this really creepy shot where you can see through his head. Well, yeah, like you can actually see the background behind him through his eye sockets, yeah. which makes no sense. No, why would they do that? His head's still there. Yeah. But it referenced it, some other movie. Was that a reference to a movie? I, they mention it. I can't remember what it was, that, but they mention it in the movie. 
what they're referencing with his eyes like that. Well, I mean, a guy loses his eye in 300, but I, but it, it's yeah. it's disturbing. But you shouldn't be able to see through the back of his skull. Yeah, he no, looks no, like no. an animated mask. It's yeah. it's strange. Like, why not? I mean, I'm not saying it should be gory because obviously that's gonna you know alienate some of their audience because it's, that probably was in the original cut of the movie. Right. But still, it, it just. So they send him back to tell their story to the to the to Sparta. Uh, we go to the council scene where uh, Carmen Electra's character, you know, slow dances her way under there. She literally strips she's while they throw money at her. Now she's a stripper because that's all that women are good for. Yeah. And Traderos, who like they had a stupid scene that went nowhere earlier she believes that he's on her side and then he's not because he's a dick and so she turns into black suit spider-man and fights him from spider-man 3 because spider-man 3 came out the previous year laughs and she punches him and he her hand goes through because he's made out of sand sand man because because (laughs) That's what happened. So in the we movie. can set up the joke with the kitty litter. Oh god. That's what it's for. Yeah. So Because it makes no goddamn sense. He crumples because he's made out of sand and then a, the cat same cat puppet from, from Date Movie. Date movie shows up and shits all over him. Shits in the sand and then walks away. The sand reforms, but it's got the cat turds in it, so when he reforms into human form, he's got a huge cat turd on the side of his face. And then That's Carmen the joke. Electra as Black Spider-Man 3 pummels him to the ground, and then he's dead. That suit looked terrible. Oh, it was horrible. It looked awful. It looked like a Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. Uh, yeah, so she does bust him away, and the whole scene was just for that one joke. Yay. And then we... Go back to the Spartans. Uh, the the major fight scene that's so iconic from from three hundred, where right. it does the slow motion shot, then sped up shots. Uh, you see how rubbery the shields are because they're bouncing all over the damn place. Yeah. And then they just take this moment just to insert as many out of context pop culture stuff of that time as they could because they throw in Ghost Rider. I was disappointed that there wasn't any Nicolas Cage jokes made there. Right. They could have, but they didn't. I don't even know why you would put Ghost Rider in it. But because it came out. I'm like, it came the out the hell? year before. It came it out in does, 2007. It, it doesn't but make still, any sense. It does, I mean, it makes the least sense out of all of the other movie references. Right. He doesn't even Because fight. he's just there. Because I wrote, why the fuck is Ghost Rider there? And so he and he gets off his motorcycle and they spray him with a fire extinguisher and then he falls down. But then he's like, stop, drop, and roll, even though the fire's out. Even though the fire's out. He's, stop, drop, and roll, stop, drop, and roll. And then if you really want to get topical, which they put Rocky Balboa as their heavy. Oh, yeah. So when the, yeah, in 300, when they bring in their big ogre monster dude. Yeah. Yeah. These guys bring in Rocky Balboa. Yeah, and the guy with horrible facial prosthetics to try to make him look more like Sylvester Stallone, but which he does not. It doesn't make sense because okay, because Rocky Balboa, like the the movie Rocky mm-hmm. Six, came out I think around that same time that year. But you know the whole thing of that movie is Rocky's too old to fight, and so they didn't even make a joke out of that. It's like Rocky in his prime. Yeah, it's like Rocky at the end of the original Rocky film. Yeah, with, with his bruised face. Like which it, what? Uh, yeah, it makes no sense. And then he walks up to uh, Kevin Sorbo's character's son and just like punches him and knocks his head completely off, like literally off of his shoulders, and it goes flying through the air. Yeah. 
I'm like, what? That what? Why? And, and then what else? What? Like a, a Grand Theft Auto San Andreas reference, which was stupid as hell. Oh, made oh my no god, no sense at all. No, they or the movie tur- like the the. Yeah, the the graphics for they San changed Andre- the frame Grand rate. Theft Auto San Andreas. They changed the frame rate to make, and then they started doing these stupid actions, like he is now the character in San Andreas and is like shooting dudes and finds the crowbar and all of this stuff. And you see the little, the heads up display is on the screen. But Zip, it's funny because that movie came, that game came out that year. But it's not funny because the only reason they did it is so that at the end of that section, Xerxes could say. Enough of this video game violence. Ugh. He actually says that's what yes. ends that sequence is him saying enough of this video game violence. And because all the 14-year-olds like, were playing the really? game at the time. Really? Yeah. But that uh... Uh, and speaking of Xerxes, so he finds the uh the Transformers cube uh he finds an energon cube. And then he identifies he's like, "Oh, look, the Transformers cube." And then he puts it into a car. And then it transforms so he can be in a giant suit with Chris Crocker, the YouTube sensation, doing the Leave Britney Alone Leave thing Britney alone. on the screen. Yeah. It's like, it's it's same same with that joke earlier where they identify like where they say oh, a little Miss Sunshine. It's like we don't we know what that's from if if you're watching it when it came out because mm-hmm. that was the same time that Transformers came out. You don't need to tell us what the joke is because that defeats the entire we get purpose. It, that, yeah, once we see it, we get what's happening. So not only are these men insulting great swaths of people. Yes. They're insulting their audience. Yeah. No, ab- absolutely oh. they are. Yes, that's, that's why we said that whole lowest common denominator thing is that you you go down to this base level of not only are we going to make the most obvious joke we can possibly think of, we are then going to explain it to you to Fuck make sure you understand you. it. Which is which that's why I said like you've got lowest and then this is the step underneath that. I am getting angrier and angrier because as it, we sit here. If you that that's like one of the absolute base rules of comedy. If you have to explain it, it's not funny. Exactly. It's not a joke. And that's all this movie is. They might as well put a is giant like, applause light. We're doing light. this because we're referencing this. Aren't we clever? Do, do you get it? Yeah, fuck you. You do? Okay, let's move on to our next reference. Yeah. See what we did here? It's because we're parroting... Uh, you know, they might I as well put subtitles at the bottom of the screen every time a pop culture reference came up, and it yeah. just to say where it was from because that's the right. same exactly. Wh- exactly, it's exactly what they're doing. But then again, hey, it's because they which, say the Transformers cube, that's a couple more seconds to the runtime. Oh, well, exactly. And <laughs> uh, so, so they're defeated, and then the the fat Spartan comes back and he leads an arm because he's blind. Hardy har har. He leads the army away from the. Persian army and into a forced Lindsay Lohan joke uh, in which we Jeez. get to see her blurred out crotch, which that's the third time we get that that's joke in this movie. Times. Yeah, when they kick Brittany in yep. to the pit as, she, uh, as she's falling back, her legs are like wide open and we see a blurred out shot of her crotch. Yep. They do it with Paris. Yep. 
Uh, and then they do it with Lindsay Lohan as she goes flying across the screen for no Why? reason at all. Why? Th- there is absolutely because she was no, a train wreck in two thousand eight. There is absolutely no reason for this reference at all, other than the fact that hey, Lindsay Lohan was going through some struggles at this point in her career. But that I mean, that's it. That's the movie ends with a Lindsay Lohan joke. That's the last joke of the movie, and then we cut to credits in a modern day setting. By the way, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like, like a rehab while facility. This agent yeah. stuff is happening. Right. It goes flying across yeah. the air and hits her in modern day Malibu. And here's where I got really upset because I it, it cut to credits and they're singing, you know, I will survive. It's a cast ensemble. And I'm thinking, okay, that fucking took forever. And then I'm about to click to close it off, and I see that it's an hour and seven minutes into the movie. Yeah. There's still 26 still unaccounted for minutes. Yeah, there's still what 20 the minutes hell? to go. <laughs> like, it's like, what? Surely the credits aren't 20 minutes long. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but they are. Yes, they yeah. are. Yeah. So they do the, the entire cast uh, ensemble of I Will Survive, mm-hmm. which was dumb, as that sounds. And then we oh, and by the way, just because we didn't mention it, we yeah we did we did bring up the fact Ugly Betty, yeah Ugly uh, Betty was the Oracle. We skipped that scene. Yes, uh, but right. yeah, yeah, when he goes to consult the 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 scaly people, and then they consult the Oracle. The Oracle ends up being Ugly Betty, who no. was played by a white woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And she's not even the same size. She's like a skinny right. she's white a woman. She's a very small woman. They just have her in a uh, wig and glasses, glasses and, and that's supposed to embrace hairy armpits. And that's supposed to what indicate that she is actually Ugly Betty. Yeah. Well, no, they tell us. They say Ugly Betty. So again, the same thing. Oh, well, they, they, they actually identify her by, by name so we make sure to make sure we get the reference. And so we have a bunch of mid-credit scenes, which the DVD doesn't have any deleted scenes because they all put them in the middle because of the credits. Because they put them in the middle of the they, yeah. So, so it's, it, it, there's, it's not like a post-credit sort of thing. It's, it's all sh- scenes that have been just randomly cut throughout the movie. Yep. Right. No, no outtakes. Nope. No. I mean, those are on the DVD, but not during the credits. Mm-mm. So, again, just to pad the runtime out, because I would be pissed, too, even if I liked the movie, I would still leave the theater pissed that the movie was 108 minutes long right. of actual yep. content, if you can call it that. So to speak. And uh, and then I was like thinking, okay, because like it wasn't even until, because we see the full cast list before the mid-credits scene yeah, start Yeah, they're, they're showing the names of the actors as right. we see them doing the big dance number on but American Idol. They're crediting things that we haven't seen, like who was the Donald Trump impersonator? And then or we start I, seeing that. I saw that too. As or I was looking Dean at the Cook. credits, I was like, yeah. Dane Cook. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. like, the Donald Trump right. look-alike? Dane Cook look-alike? Yeah. Who were the, I didn't see those people. Well... Don't. Yes, we well, will. Yeah. Once they go through that entire list, then it cuts to all of the deleted scenes. And, and I, I thought about it. I mean, I get why it was deleted because, like, for example, the Donald Trump scene plays out with a city, and you have right. Carmen Electra as Black Spider-Man dangling upside down in front of a window, examining her reflection. The window opens. Donald Trump sticks his head out at an impersonator and says, "You're fired." Then cuts the thread and cuts the. Yeah. There's no way they could have fit that in the movie. I mean, even with the out no. of context bullshit that we actually made the final cut, so it just there's no rhyme or reason to it. And uh, did you guys get to the post-credit scene? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We get Which, one more. The most pointless. Why would you even include it? Why Be- would you even film it? Because Rambo came out that it year. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter. There is no. It doesn't have anything to do 
with the the very loose rules of parody they used in this film. It's like King Kong showing up a date movie. Yeah, exactly. Right. It has absolutely just because they used a a and I use this term loosely, Sylvester Stallone and you know look alike, uh, to play Rocky, then they bring him back in the post credit right. sequence as Rambo. Skinnily clad. Like wearing right. like a well, they bring it like you see him putting like the he puts the knife in his sheath and and puts the bandana on, and then turns around and what does he say? He says something. Oh, uh, and then the camera pulls back and you see him in nothing but a bra and like panties with hose over the panties, and he's just dancing some sexy dance. I I, could, I honestly don't I couldn't and, tell you what he was saying because I was yelling. <laughs> yeah, I, well, exactly, and that's what I'm saying. I was like, I don't care if if the the Rambo movie came out that year, or if you know if whatever. It doesn't matter. There is absolutely no reason for that little scene to exist anywhere in the history of the universe. It was Correct. shot in the jungle too, so it's not even using the same set pieces. It's not the, the same set. It doesn't use any of the other actors from the movie. It just uses this one lookalike for a throwaway scene. It literally should have been thrown away. Yes. Oh, the whole movie because, should have been thrown away. It, it, doesn't yes. tie, it doesn't tie into the movie at all. Nope. It does, see, that's what I'm saying. It's like these guys do not understand. Or, well, at this point, I'm pretty sure they just do not give a fuck they don't. about the rules mm. of comedy or parody or how things should be done. Or filmmaking in general. People keep giving yeah. them yeah. money, so they keep churning out bullshit. Yeah, why? that is why I hate Hollywood. On that note, let's and go we'll ahead. Help you. Let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. Let's take a look at some trivia with this movie. Did you guys dig much up on it? I the only thing that I saw was that it made barely more than it cost, and that it shot in one week. Yeah, shot in a week, which makes that sense. Does not surprising. Yeah. No, because it's there's two set pieces in the entire movie, yeah. and they look terrible. So there yeah. wasn't a whole lot of effort put into that. There Just wasn't a whole lot of effort put in. Period. There was like a week of pre-production, a week of filming, and then that was it. Yeah, yeah. it was like summer stock. Yeah, I but uh, not as good. No. Nowhere near. Nowhere. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't screened for critics. <laughs> what? And but well, can you blame him? Because yeah. one critic wrote one of my favorite reviews that I read of this movie was a critic described it as funny as a burning orphanage. <gasps> oh my wow. god! Wow. Oh no! That, that is horrible, but yet at the same time funnier than anything, anything in, in this movie. movie. Oh correct. no! Absolutely, read the reviews for these for movies like this. It oh makes it so God. much better. Gerard Butler's stunt double was one of the Spartans in the movie. Oh really? Yep, I learned that from the DVD commentary. Yeah, I watched uh. some of it, mm. uh, which was better than date movies commentary uh, for many reasons. But um, Let's see. Uh, now, IMDb says the dancing Persians and the Spartans were played by the same actors, which I think that's a lie. I don't think that's true. No, I don't think so either, because... We see them in the same shot yep. multiple times. But they yeah. all have helmets on, and all of the Persians have masks on, and Me- Method, Man, Method Man... Well, Method Man... But, but then, when Method Man steps up to start dancing, suddenly he has a scarf over exactly. his Exactly. So, I don't believe that bullshit. No, Not right. one bit. So, you know, IMDb... Get your shit together, I guess. Uh, so yeah, I have the budget is thirty million. Now I was confused about the box because IMDb reports slightly over that over that amount, but Wikipedia says eight eighty four point six million, which fuck. Yeah, that's a lot. 
I don't uh, like that. So that said, let's go ahead and move on to best line, worst line. Now, best line, I uh, what, what did you guys have for that one? Uh, you know what? I in the in the end credits, I have your mom is such an old sloppy drunk. I thought she was David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I thought that one. <laughs> that was, was your funny. one laugh. That was my well, my yeah, my laugh was actually Ike Barinholtz. So every time Ike Barinholtz was on screen, Who was that? I was happy. He played. He did the Dane Cook. He did the Dane Cook. He also the, did the the, um, the Casino Royale reference. The Bond villain, yeah. The Bond villain. I didn't With appreciate the blood squirting out, but I just appreciated his commitment to each time he was on screen, and I love Ike Barinholtz. Yeah. So his Dane Cook, I laughed out loud, and then my next sort of laugh was this: "Your mom is such an old sloppy drunk. I thought she was David Hasselhoff." And then. Right after it, you hear very low, Night Rider. I didn't catch that. Yeah, so I was probably still yelling. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. So that that would be, that would be my best line. My worst line you mentioned. I'm a Hilton. I don't bow, but I do bend over. Fuck you. Hmm. Zip, what do you have? Uh, did it say the end? At the move at the end of the movie. Nope, no. sorry. <laughs> then there is no then there is no best line. <laughs> Nothing. No. no. Well, I'm sure you had a worse line. All of them. The entire <laughs> movie. The entirety. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I, I challenged myself. I said I gotta I gotta pick one best line. I have to do it. And this line may be facepalm, but probably the least out of everything else. It's when Kevin Sorbo says, I'm going to go Hercules on your ass. Yes. Because I knew they were gonna make some Hercules reference at some point, and that was it, it it was disappointing because they could have done better, but I was like, I'll take it. At least they're referencing something that didn't come out in the 2000s. Ding. So, you know, yeah. my worst was, um, honestly, every time a, a pop culture thing is directly a reference, like I said earlier, like, right. oh, look, Happy Feet, or right. look, Ugly you Betty. served. Yeah. yeah. Let's move along to drinking game. Oh, boy. So I think I think you just answered your own question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anytime they specifically say the title yeah. of the cultural reference they're making. Yep. Uh, my, the ones I've written down. Every time a reality TV show is referenced, or there's a crotch shot, take a gulp. Yeah. Uh, gross. Dina, did you did you have one? No. No. <laughs> no. I don't want to encourage anybody to ever see this movie. <laughs> so go yeah. drink to something else. This guys, yeah, we, I can't say it enough. To, this one isn't worth it. Please oh, don't. Oh God, no. Please just don't. But on a positive note, let's examine what they did right. The one that I'd written down, I kind of agree with you guys earlier. Uh, Nicole Parker, the actress who yes. played all of those fantastic, uh, who did such a great. I mean, she even had the lazy eye with Paris and Hilton. Dur- and that was what we, we didn't actually mention it. Um, the uh, during the the deleted scenes during the credits, she did uh, Ellen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very well. Very and well. she did an. Excellent impersonation. Yeah, of she's Ellen yeah. That she, was she's really a Mad funny. TV alum, and she's she's yeah. been pretty because uh, I used to keep up with her when she was on that show, and she's she was definitely the highlight of the movie for me. If I had to mm-hmm. pick one good element, absolutely. I found there was a nice edit. Yeah. One. One. When they, f- when they finally end the pit of death scene. There's you see the circle of the pit of death and it edits into a moon. Oh yeah, into a moon. B- yeah. I thought, right, yeah. Okay, that was a nice edit. Yeah, that was a nice edit. especially when 
the thing that immediately preceded it was uh, Britney Spears very slowly falling into the darkness, which was with the worst edit in the movie possibly. Yeah. Yeah. So that to me that there was a positive right there. Okay. That was That's good. That was it. They um Yeah, the only good the only good thing I can say is that they successfully aimed the cameras in the uh, <laughs> actor's direction. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> they, and we could hear they, them. The they audio did, in was fact, good. have actors in the shot, <laughs> and they were framed for the most part, you know, oh. so that we could see them. Oh, my God. Um, the sound editing, not so much. No. No. Yeah, like you feel that the cutaway to the moon was a nice shot. That was a nice edit. Um, but that's the only thing that actually linked from. From scene to scene. That's correct. Yeah. The That's why it thing. stood out. Yeah. <laughs> well, Zip, then that being said, oh, guess what time it, it is? Oh, I don't know, Jack. What time <laughs> could it be? Let me just hit my watch. Would you oh. be referring to the flaming cinematic turd meter? <laughs> After seriously uh, considering the pros and cons. Of, oh, fuck it. It's a five. <laughs> Been a while since we have one of those. Jesus, there is there is no, there there is no redemption for this movie. No. At I completely all. agree at all. No one ever watch it. Now we're done with it. It's we're done. it's deleted from history. We're not. Yeah, we're never going to mention it again. No, absolutely not. Now, no. The big question I think everyone out there is kind of wondering right now, though, Adina, better or worse than date movie? Because it, you've held that one on a pedestal for a while now. Still, and I'll, and yeah? because it's personal. Because there's a <laughs> <laughs> this time it's this personal. Time personal. Because there are there there there's a person in it whom I admire. Okay. Okay. So now, now that is very specifically date movie pisses me off because Allison Hannigan shouldn't have done it. More generally, I hate this movie more because I understand more now what it signifies and that it's it's racist it's misogynist it's homophobic which, which movie are you talking about date movie or this one <laughs> <laughs> this, this one, one more, more so, so than, than date, date ah, ah, this ah. one this one attacks great swaths of people yes I'm not okay with that so to answer your question i would say i w- i hate this movie more than david wow there you go guys it finally got taken down yep fuck you meet the spartans wow exactly okay well and and <laughs> i am now going to join adina in something that she has said a couple of times i would like to officially apologize to anyone involved with the movie theodore rex yes because yeah. that movie is a cinematic masterpiece <laughs> yes. compared to this bullshit. Yeah. So Theodore Rex should Theodore even be on Rex this should list. not be on this list at all. Thank you. At least Thank this one Zip. had at least this one had puppets though. Shut up. <laughs> I love puppets. You know that and I love you Jack, but Theodore Rex Thank you, Zip. God, I feel so vindicated. I right yeah. Now. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm still call me biased. I, I'm I'm still not past Dragon Ball Evolution yet. No, that's uh, okay. And you have every right not but to. But you be. have to agree that but Theodore no. Rex should not be on. No, this list. I, I'm with you on three Theodore Rex. Yes. Uh, but but yeah. Man, we need to do like a retrospective when we're done with this list on Theodore <laughs> Rex exclusively. 
just... you know what? You know what? I think we, the three of us, because so far it is the best movie we have seen out of all of them so far. Seriously, is we need to. It needs to become a cult thing. <laughs> that Theodore Rex needs to be one of those beloved films. Now. Make Theodore yes. Rex great again. Yes. Yay! Yay! <laughs> That is it for this episode of It Came From The Bottom. Once again, I am Jack. I'm Zip. I'm Adina. And next time, we have Laser Blast. 